0: What up, what up, what up, it's your girl. Back again for another segment of Diamonds Blaze. Alrighty. Um, This segment is going to touch on what's called colorism within a family. And yes, everybody has talked about this before. And yes, there are TV specials, memes, um, pretty much a lot of everything that will touch on that whole subject but I wanted to touch on it personally you know just to kind of share my own experiences with it so as you know from you know whether you know me personally or not as you know from the picture that's 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 uh on my um I guess you could say my page i got to figure out how to get that off. Um, (laughs) I'm a very, very fair-skinned black woman. And there have been a lot of bad experiences with me in the colorism within my family. So, on my mother's side of family, there's, um, like my mother's side, there are, you know, the darker hues. Um... Not all of them, but you know, they're pretty much brown skin, um, cocoa brown, caramel brown. Um, you know, then there's you know the dark skin ones and ones that's almost purple. Now, there are a few that are light, but they are not as light as me. Like, I am literally the lightest, with the exception of a couple of biracial um cousins and whatever. But as far as black and not really being biracial or classified as biracial, um, there are a lot of light-skinned people, you know, on my dad's side more than my mom's side. So basically, here's the gist of it. Now, growing up, I was mainly with my mom's family growing up and I'm in the car, as y'all know. I like to do these podcasts while I'm in the car because it seems like that's the only time I can get some peace. So, on my mom's side of the family, I, um, like I said, I'm the lightest one. And with that comes a lot of scrutiny that I used to get from some of my closer cousins. You know, I was high yellow, big bird, white girl, red bone. Um, In some cases, you know, if they wanted to be even more hateful, I was called um, honky. And that shit hurt. It hurt because I always got it from my mom's side of family. And what made it worse for me was, and if my mother ever listens, you know, it, it is what it is. But I remember as a teenager, um, I can't remember exactly. I think I was somewhere between 17 and 18. Um, I went to this university, Indiana University, for a short period of time. And my mother was living in Indiana County, PA. And, um, you know, staying with her for a little while and, and everything like that. And she made a comment that I should get blue contacts and dye my hair blonde so I could basically assimilate and pass off now that may have been a compliment to her but she has no idea how that made me feel like I've always had issues with my skin tone being too light I can't tan because I burn um never really just fitting in I've wanted to be darker because I hated being the lightest one in the family and I'm talking about on my mom's side Because even though they were, quote unquote, joking, it hurt. I carried that for so long. And to think about it it gets me emotional. (sighs) But anyway... I also had to, when I was a kid, you know, um, playing with, you know, other kids in the neighborhood, befriending, you know, some other kids or whatever. There were some there were some girls that just didn't like me because I was light. Like I used to get bullied and picked on and, you know, some thinking that I thought I was better than them because I was light. I had I didn't choose who my parents were. I didn't choose what my DNA was going to be. I didn't choose this. And it was hurtful. And one of my cousins um, on my mom's side, you know, she was teased for being dark, you know. And, you know, she was called Blackie and, you know, where you at is dark. I can't see you and, and stuff like that. And she got the complete opposite. And we were both, you know, um, hurt as kids from that. And that, that stuff carried over. And that's just on my mom's side and on my dad's side. I felt a lot more acceptance but i mean there were still some on my dad's side that you know that were um that are that are brown skin or whatever i don't think there are any dark skinned people in my in my dad's side now that i think about it but um i mean they were light skinned some were extremely light some were brown skinned you know it was just it is what it is but one thing that i can say about my dad's side of family And one thing that my grandmother, may she rest in peace, um, she's always had issues with dark-skinned people, especially females. And the reason why, and she told me, she said all she did was fight them. She said they hated her and her sisters because they were light-skinned with long hair. And um, one of my aunts said the same thing, you know, on my dad's side. Um, Said the same thing. She went through the exact same thing girls wanting to fight her because she was light-skinned with long hair and that's a problem within the black communities you got so much hate amongst each other that there's no there's no surprise that we can't lift each other up and be supportive for each other when we have so much hate amongst our own family members because of skin color it's ridiculous and it's 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 saddening for us to be as, dis- as, as diverse as we are, we should have more love for each other because of our uniqueness and because of our differences, you can look at another culture, Jewish people, they all look the same, right? Um, Muslims, um, you know, Muslims are, are different all around, but You have colorism in each in each culture truthfully, you really do. But the thing with the the difference that I'm seeing is in the black culture you will have people isolate you and and not support you and not be there for you because of of some superficial stuff, not just because you make more money or you're living differently or you work in a different job, but they won't support you. Because of their own personal issues with you, some of that roots from them hating on you because of how you look. I hate to say it's true, but it is. Whereas if you have a different culture, yeah, they have colorism issues. They they do. But they still support each other. They support their communities and their cultures all the way around. They invest in their communities and their cultures all the way around. But black people don't. And it's, it's, it's that slave mentality that, um, it is, it's just been subliminally put into our behavior to not support one another, to hate each other and to be divisive. And it goes back to slavery, you know, the division of light and dark, darker people work out in the field, light people go in the house. My grandmother said that. She said she used to tell a lot of girls that. Growing up, she said it's not my fault that I'm a house nigga and you're not. See, and that that type of hatred um, that that came from the community to my to my grandmother, as as mean as her clapback was, it was absolutely necessary. And she's answered a lot of questions for me. And one thing that we have to do as as a unit is we have to start looking at why we are the root cause of our own demise we have to start looking at that we have to start looking at why am i hating on this girl or or why am i hating on this dude what's the real problem and it's always well they think they better than me why do they think they better? Why why do you believe that your sister, your brother, your cousin, your aunt and uncle, why do you think that they feel that way? I cannot like a lot of people in my family. Relatives, whatever. Some of them I don't really care for. And that's, that's normal. Not to say that I don't love them, because I do. But I may not like a relative because of how he or she treated women or how he or she uh, women or men of how he or she um, you know interacted with me um, of how he or she ha- have done some detrimental type stuff but that's that's my prerogative to do so and the main thing that I would love to see end but I don't think it ever will is the colorism we gotta stop doing that in our households it starts at home don't hate on your kids or your nieces or your nephews or your grandkids because they're lighter or they're darker or you know um the the whole well they're going to make it in life because they they got the the head or the hands up or the heads up or the foot leg over because they have the appearance they have the 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 standard or the norm which will be more acceptable for white society because that's basically what it is. Case in point, and this has happened to me time and time again, a lot, especially in the last 20 years, 20 plus years. I had, uh, I was working at one one hospital um, as, a, as a registrar in, in admissions department. I was working there and they had their their media marketing department uh, wanting to shoot one of their um, educational tutorials you know that they do on um, new employee onboarding and one girl she decided she didn't want to do it after she was offered you know she said no i don't I don't want to do it I'd rather have somebody else do it and so she automatically you know asked me she was like hey um." How do you feel about doing you know doing the video? She said, Well, you got the look. And I'm like, What are you talking about? She said, Well, you know, your skin tone and everything, you got the look. I think you would, you know, you would benefit from it. I said, No, you were picked for a certain reason because you have the look. I'm pretty sure they're tired of seeing light skinned women and men everywhere doing stuff. We need to see more and uplift each other. I don't want to see myself all the time. Or, you know, being able to pass off by putting on a blonde or red wig. The only thing that would basically let people know that I'm not white is my bell pepper nose. My nose give me away all the time. That I'm not white. So for that girl to tell me that I had the look. Because she thought she wasn't good enough. Or she thought that she wasn't at the standard that she could have been in order to to be in that educational tutorial that was hurtful not 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 just because she tried to pass it off to me but because she couldn't look at herself enough to actually appreciate that they offered that opportunity to her that hurt me because she rejected herself and the other thing that tends to piss me off um you know, is is that I've seen people come to me. Now there's, you know, there's a window, there's three, four windows, you got different people at these windows, um, patients, you know, that that'll come up to your window and uh, you know, handle their scheduling and payments and whatever. There could be one or two brown skinned females sitting up there right at the window. But they will come to me i will not be available but i've had plenty of white people walk over to me because they would rather come to me because i'm safer i look like i can be trusted and that's hurtful because i may not have the experience or the expertise that's needed to do something, even though we're all doing the same thing, but sometimes people are more knowledgeable in their roles in in the same role. You know, you have some people that know a little bit more than the next. But I have had white people come to me rather than go to my brown counterparts. And I'm in the middle of doing something. I could be on the phone and they'll still walk up to my desk or my window. I could be in the middle of a transaction with someone else and they'll walk up to me and completely ignore the other two women. That's wrong on so many levels. On so many levels, that is so wrong. And the other thing that that gets to me is I've had some, some people ask me, am I mixed? Now everybody knows If you're a light-skinned black, well, really, no black person is 100% nothing. Not now, not ever. But, I mean, I'm not going to say not now, not ever, because that's not true. Let me retract that statement. Um, Black Americans are made up, you know, a good portion of African ancestry. There's um, another portion of Native American ancestry. But pretty much somewhere along the line you're gonna have a white person in your family most of the time. And that's especially true for someone who's light-skinned. Somewhere in their genetic DNA, they have a white ancestor. And for me, I've come to accept that. I've um, done some research, I've had reached out, I've reached out to some of my relatives, and they did a whole family tree found out that, um, you know, way down the line, I think it's my great, 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 great grandmother was a white woman (laughs) and it's okay. And on top of that, um, you know, I have Native Native American now that that part, they're still trying to figure out if it was Lakota or Blackfoot. So I got to do, and, um, an ancestry genetic DNA to see exactly which one because nobody in my father's family had, had you know, they, they lost the um, communication or, or the story somewhere along the line years ago. So what I'm going to do to put that to rest is I'm going to figure out exactly which tribe. So for me, I do come from a whole mixture of a lot of things, but because I've grown up in the black culture In the black community I only identify myself as a black woman And because I identify myself as a black woman I know that there's going to be some pains That come along with being a black woman Even in my household I'm the lightest one in my household My husband is um, He's he's a brown skin man He's like Like milk chocolate brown And our kids you know are a mixture of us so um it's it's just it's just one of those things where we have our own rainbow coalition without the different cultures you know we have a rainbow coalition coalition due to the skin tones that's in our family and um can't stress that enough you know we as 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 a family you got to start this at home you got to do better at home because if you don't do better at home and you don't teach your, your children at home how to actually be when they come out how the world is is, is going to treat them and how they should actually uplift other black people whether they're family or not. We have to uplift each other, but we do have to start at home. My kids, all of my kids, all of the ones that I gave birth to, <laughs> each one of my children thought I was a white woman. Every last one of them when they were younger. And <laughs> it, was, it was funny to me because I expected it. I mean if you if you were to see my legs in the summertime be like good lord my legs will blind you that's how light I am the only parts in my body that get any type of sun is my face, my arms, my hands. And anytime I try to put my legs in the sun it's 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 a done deal. I'm not I'm not getting I'm not getting darker. <laughs> but um saying all that to say, you know, um, it just we just got to do better, people. We do. Stop doing that. You know, stop teasing other people in the family if, you know, they're not the same shade as you. Just just don't do that. You know, they might be innocent jokes to you, but to others, and you wonder why people don't come around. This, This is why, a lot of times, this is why family don't, have functions, or this is why other people in the family don't come around. It's because you have some some other knuckleheads in the family. Oh, they want to be funny, they want to joke, they want to have ha ha moments and you know use you at their expense and as the butt of the joke. But it's is wrong and it's hurtful, and it should never be like that ever. You know, it's it's just You leave a long emotional scar on those people. And then the other reason why family don't, you know, everybody don't come around. It's not because somebody think they better than. It's because something happened to them and it it, it, it left a long lasting emotional scar on them. Some of them were willing to move on. Some of them were willing to work through it. Some of them were, you know, willing to look past it. Some of them were willing to forgive. But if you ever wonder why you have um, a cousin, an aunt, an uncle, or even your parents that just don't come around, you know, your sisters or brothers, that's why they don't come around. You did something that was hurtful. You did something that made them feel less than human. And a lot of times it starts with the name calling or the isolation or or not including someone in to some type of family group activity because somebody said something hurtful or did something hurtful. And that has to stop. It really does. And okay, if, if you have a nerdy personality, okay, we don't, we ain't going to get along because, you know, you too much of a nerd or you a lame. You know, whether or not that that's the case, why is that person lame? Because they don't do what you do. Okay, just because you have different you know, difference on your standards in life. I can get that. You may not want to deal with each other because of that. That's fine. But don't isolate somebody. In your own family, because of the color of their skin. Now, doesn't that sound like me saying, "Stop being racist," or having a white person being racist towards a black person, or a black person being prejudiced, or whatever like that? It's not the same thing. You're being prejudiced but within your own people. You're being you're 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 being biased within your own people. And it's because of the color of their skin. Imagine that. Imagine that. You have black people being racist towards other black people. Not racist. You have, well, no, no, no. You have black people being a colorist towards their own people. My oldest daughter, case in point, love her to death. Love her to death. My daughter shared with me a couple of times how and, and I and I recognize that I seen it for what it was you know but she said she didn't really want to hang out with with any of the black girls that she grew up because they would always tease her. They would always tease her because she was light and had long hair and they treated her bad and then She had a flock of little boys that liked her. Mainly it was a lot of little black boys. But she was so struck on color, my daughter did not ever give a dark-skinned person or a brown-skinned boy or any black boy the time of day. You know why? Two reasons. One, she said that that's just not her type. But the other thing was, was some some little boy some little Filipino boy that she used to go to school with, told her she don't need to deal with black boys because they're all drug dealers and thugs and criminals. And she believed it. My daughter believed it. She always wanted to date a white boy, a Hispanic boy, anything other than a black kid. Why? Why was that? She has a bunch of white friends. Whatever you do, that's fine. And... She knows, I mean, she, she has black friends too. Let me let me set the record straight. But she never really gravitated towards having a stronger bond with any of the black kids that she went to school with because she was teased for not, you know, for, for, for being light skinned with long hair. And because she had such a bad experience with that, not to mention the other bullshit that she was doing along the way. But because she had such a bad experience with that, she said that she was not gonna ever get close to any black girls because she held on to what they did. And the same with, um, well, no, she really wasn't teased by the black boys, I don't think. If she was, she didn't tell me. But the fact that my daughter has no interest on in dating a man that, that's, that's within her own culture Yes, it's her choice. She do what she want to do. I get that. But that was hurtful because she never wanted to give a black boy at the time of day. Ever. And that that's, that's crazy, but it's the truth. And you have to really think about wow and why. And, you know, it you just have to accept that, that that's her choice. It is what it is. But I know that um, you have to really sit back and think. What happened? Along the way, what happened? Why? Why did she feel the way that she felt? Was it something that I had done or didn't do? Because every race in every culture have criminals okay they do every family has a criminal every family have a criminal and for her to even believe what that little Filipino boy told her and I had to give her examples of the good black men in her family she has two uncles that have never been in jail. She has two uncles that are family-oriented. She has a lot of cousins that, you know, are not about the streets. They're not drug addicts, criminals, gangbangers, or none of that. And I'm like, you're, you're looking at how this little Filipino boy, how that's been put in his head And you believed what he said. And why did you believe what he said? I never got an answer out of her after I asked her why. Never did. But all I know is. I had to give her examples of the productive black men. Not just in the family. But in general. On being good black men. That are being positive and productive parts of the society. I had to give her that example. And. Even though you can't sway somebody to to do anything other than what they want to do. You can just support them and love them. But somewhere somewhere along the line, you have to ask yourself why? Why are we like this? I know I've seen some extremely attractive dark skinned men and women. I have I, I'm not I'm not a lesbian, but let's be real. There are a lot of beautiful dark-skinned people. Black, like tar, coal. They're beautiful. If they could just give me half of their pigment <laughs> so I can get a little bit more on mine, that'd I'd, I'd, I'd be cool. But God made me the way I am for a reason. Only he knows why he made me the way that I am. I just have to figure out what it is he's trying to show me and pay attention to keep my eyes and ears open. And listen to this, listen to my heart, listen to my spirit when God's trying to talk to me. So as I close this, I will say that I've had a lot of eye-opening experiences when it came down to colorism. How it affected me, how it affected my children how it affected my husband, how it affected um, other people in my family, and how it affected me on the job. And I'm notorious for changing up my hair and, and wearing wigs and stuff like that. And I recently decided, if at all possible, I would not ever wear a blonde wig to work ever again. Why is because I've had several white men, several, over the age of, I was and you know what, no, I can't even say over the age of 50. I've had several white men who's coming to that office, and I, you know, I mean, I don't remember people that much, you know, because I'm in the healthcare field, but I've had several white men come in. Who have come in multiple times and I'm not paying attention to them because I'm working. And they'll either come at my window during check-in or check-out, and they're like, you know, you you look better as a blonde. When when you gonna put when you gonna dye your hair blonde again? You know, they a lot of them didn't know they were wigs because, you know, I slayed it like that. But I'm like, why? Really? I look better as a blonde. You want me to have my blonde hair again? Um, So me having my natural coif, that's not good enough for you. And when I say my natural, I mean my natural black hair. Because it's it's, it's it's an afro right now. And I love my afro. I love my natural. I love my soft hair that grows out of my head like a crown naturally which shows the queen that I am. So when I have comments from these white men telling me I should be blonde because my natural doesn't exude my beauty enough like the blonde, that made me rethink and revisit a lot of things. I could only imagine how I would have lived my life or how my life experience would have been had I been growing up in a whole different era. I'm the safest of the blacks, so to say, because I'm the lightest and in the most comfortable shade. And that is very hurtful because I'm looked at as, as safety, but until I have that black moment, that black woman moment, and I keep it real, and then I become the angry black woman, then that's when things change. Oh, you just another nigger. You one of them angry black women. You one of them ratchet people. That's that's the culture thing. Culture ain't never going to change. Who I am. I'm not going to change. I can't change who or where I've come from. I can change some other things, but not who or where I come from. And I choose to be my authentic self by accepting who I am as high yellow as I am. I accept it and I embraced it. We as black people have to start embracing who we are and stop trying to change who we are physically all the time not so much women only because i've seen a lot of men do some crazy stuff too so colorism stop doing that love on your kids love on your grandparents aunts uncles cousins nieces nephews husband wives love on each other and stop teasing each other and stop belittling each other because of the way that you look You did not get a chance to choose how you would look when your parents made you that's the final choice when their genetics mixed when their DNA entangled your characteristics came from your parents getting together you can't even blame your parents for how you look because they made you Just like God made them. Anyway, y'all stay blessed and breezy. Y'all have a good rest of your day. Be safe and positive. And don't get positive from COVID. Much love.